We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCready. That is Tyler Siski. We are live at Broadway on the Rocks in Boise, Idaho. We have talked about Boise for uh, several months. Here we are, and it's cold. It is really cold in Boise, Idaho. It's not that bad. It's 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 pretty bad. <laughs> It is cold in Boise, Idaho, but uh, it's a lot of fun. We're at uh, Boy- Broadway on the Rocks at Albertsons. If you are a uh, Eastern Michigan fan Let's in particular, go. come on out and see us. We'll be with you for about an hour or so here. We'll uh, be back here tomorrow morning. Is that right, 10, 10-ish? 10, 10-30-ish. 10, 10-30-ish. Probably 10-30-ish. Uh, gets you ready for the famous the Idaho famous Potato Bowl. It's San Jose State getting ready to lose to Eastern Michigan uh, tomorrow out you at Albertson some- Stadium, which is right over there, right over Tyler's, uh, right over Tyler's shoulder. Yeah, about about two blocks. Yeah, you can see it. You had some enemies in the hotel this morning. Did you see those? I saw them. San Jose State people walked in. I you looking? You was looking dirty at them. Was dude. it bad that I hit the one guy? Well, the forearm was a little unnecessary, but yeah, he was. I thought the punch was fine. Oh, you thought the punch was okay? I did. I thought I felt it was like the punch was excessive, but regardless, uh, good to have, uh, good to be here. Our buddy Bob with uh, Rain Total Body Fuel here with us as uh, as he has been with us before. He was with us in Oxford. Today's with us in Boise. Again, we're always brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel. We got all sorts of rain products here. Uh, we got the uh, Rainbow Sherbet, the White Gummy Bear, the Cherry Limeade, the Orange Dreamsicle. What is the flavor that you have there? That's I got uh, cherry limeade. Cherry limeade. I was referring to the other flavor. Oh, this would be this would be the new flavor called uh, draft rain draft. Gotcha. Hang on, I'm sending a couple more deals. What's wrong? I'm sending a couple more. Oh, you got to. No, you have to hold your mic. I know. I'm sending out. Oh. 
Gotcha. He's tweeting links. Gotcha. So uh, we'll put the links out. So uh, if you want to come join us t- tomorrow, that would be great. We'd love to have you pregame because it'll be a lot warmer in here than it'll be uh, out tailgating at the, uh, at the stadium. We got up this morning. We left, for the, uh, we, left, we left the Bellagio for the airport at about 4 a.m., got to McCarran International in Vegas about 4.30, which was a good thing that we got there early because security – I'll be honest. All right, we got to ask when we get Bob on the show because Bob is Bob is a an astute uh, person in the airports. I have some security questions, some uh, TSA questions for Bob because I have some concerns. Well, Memphis is a lot more modern with their airport security than Vegas. Vegas, they were aggressive. You had to take off your belt, you had to take Violent. off your shoes. They were yelling at Cole because he got in front of me for a minute. A Wait your turn. It was a natural thing for him to move in front of me and grab the the, the open bin. I thought, and, the, and he goes, "Stop!" I thought and the I taser was. Like, was I thought I the taser too. was a little excessive. I, I I did too. I did appreciate how Cole recovered. He did. He he. he Luckily, did a, he had not yet checked his bag. Yeah, because it had been over. But I would have wet myself too in that scenario. Hey, since we've been since we're in Boise, yeah. and I've been up since three a.m. this morning. You, you and I had a lot. One. I've been waiting for this moment. Since yeah. about 3.01 a.m. this morning. Okay. So, here we go. Little. Oh. It's the best sound ever. 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes. It's got what you need to kind of get moving, get going, get focused. The, the city of Boise has no idea what's about to happen in the next 45 minutes. That's true. Actually, for the next 45 minutes or so, the city of Boise is quasi-safe. Semi-safe. In 45 minutes, all bets are off about what might happen in Boise. And these people don't look like they're prepared for the onslaught. They're going to they're gonna give coming, me some looks here in a minute. we got we got some martini being drank over there. We're, so this we're is really cool in the background. I've never been to Idaho. Today's my first day. The mountains in the background. Yeah. We're not far. We're like an hour and a half from, uh, is it Sun City? Ryan, what's the nearest? What's the nearest uh, ski slope? Bogus Basin. Bogus Basin. Is that a real ski slope or is that? Bogus? How far are we from? You said you said Sun City. That's that's the Sun Valley. Sun, Sun Valley. Valley. We're about an hour and a half. Hour forty five. Hour forty five from from Sun Valley. We're about forty five minutes to an hour from the Oregon State Line. About Go six, Ducks. About six hours from uh, Bozeman, Montana. I think if we go to Oregon today that you and I could get another year of eligibility, apparently. Is that we, right? Yeah, I think we could go five more hours from Salt Lake City. We yeah. flew in from we flew through Salt Lake City today. So I gotta tell you, I've never been to Utah either. But today Did you go to Utah today? today? I'm putting Utah on my list because we were there for two hours. I walked over, you could see the mountains and stuff. As far as I'm concerned, I was in Utah. Someone said, Did you visit Utah? <laughs> Well, no, I didn't visit Utah, but I was in Utah for two hours. So I can add that to the list of states I've been in because I was in it. Well, when we get, when we get Bob on, I'm going to get his opinion on that too. So Bob's, uh, Bob's been in many states, so we'll, we'll see what his opinion on that one. Because that's, that's, a, that's a unique I'm, – I'm actually a little bit further than what Chase was. I think you have to actually leave the property. So today when we landed in the Boise Airport, we weren't technically in Idaho until we walked out of the doors? No, we were not in Boise until the Uber left the property and we started driving down the, down the street. So when we were standing no, outside, we, we were not yet no, in Idaho? Like, what's the movie with Tom Hanks where he's the prisoner at the airport? 
he's a man with no country. So you can't really, you know what I'm saying? You can't count that. I mean, I, I guess. Um, so we had a lot of things happen between now and then. Um, yeah, I got the stream going. I'm monitoring it for you if you want to put it down. Uh, we got Grinds back. Grinds in the, in the house. Uh, we had a late dinner last night. Yeah. It was the best meal we had while we were there. Yeah, for sure. We went to Caesar's Palace. Yeah. Got to see uh, a shout-out to my guy, Jack Gilmore. I guess I can – he doesn't care. Um, the uh, works in the front office with the Raiders. Uh, I coached him uh, when I was at St. Paul's. Coached his brother. His older brother was a starting guard on a state championship team. And he uh, – what you doing there, Cole? Oh, you going, going bobbing weaving on me over there? But he uh, – Jack hooked us up with the tickets. Went to dinner last night. It was good to see him. Yeah. Had some interesting conversation. We did. We probably can't repeat that, but it was an interesting conversation about the draft and things like that. That was that was very interesting. And uh, and then I got to give a while while we're doing this because my guy, I need to send him a link by the way. My guy Darren Hiller, a good friend of mine, right? Had hip replacement surgery. He is assistant offense line coach with the Colts. He had uh, hip surgery on Thursday, so he got to miss the game on uh, Saturday. It's probably a good thing. He's probably glad he missed it. Yeah, he was not in a good mood when I talked to him. I wouldn't surgery minus plus the game was not up very thirty three to nothing, and yeah. lose. Thirty three to nothing in the second half and lose. Yeah, dude, it's so we looked at or we saw the stat. It was somewhere around fifteen hundred going in the game. It was around the record of NFL teams leading by thirty plus points was one thousand five hundred one and one somewhere around there before that game. Think about that. That's a lot since nineteen thirty. We didn't talk about this yesterday in large part because we had just Why watched was that, Neil? we had just watched a historic <laughs> kind of ending to a game and you guys had chosen not to contribute to the Nevada's in- income and I decided to help. I, I filled in for both of you. Oh, I, I contributed to the Nevada income, I promise well, you that. Well, you did. You did. Uh, <laughs> the NFL landscape for this postseason, we're in December, we're in mid-December, we're in what are we, six days from Christmas? We're in late December. The NFL landscape beginning to change a little bit. I mean, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this. We're talking about other things. But early in the season, because they lost their first two games, everybody wrote off the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are 10-2 and two in their last 12 games. They're covering lines at a record pace. <laughs> yeah, I would say that. Uh, Joe Burrow's having an MVP caliber season. He probably won't win the MVP because Jalen Hurts will win it. But he's right there. Have we, have we not taken the Bengals seriously enough? Well, no, I think it's a product of how they started the season, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, but they started the season. But the first two games of the season, they, they, they lost to the Steelers at home. Burrow had just come back from the – his, his appendix burst. So he had to have a different surgery. He didn't have, like, appendix pain where you have abdominal pain and they go in and they take the appendix out and seven days later you're cruising, his burst. So they had to do the different kind of surgery. They had to shut him down for a period of time. He didn't do anything for a month. It showed the first two weeks of the season. They lost to Pittsburgh in a super close game they could have won. They lost to Dallas last kick last play of the game in Dallas. And since then, they're 10-2. and two. They lost in overtime to Baltimore. And that maybe was, and somebody else. They're ten and three, whatever. But they got the the biggest thing is what not this coming. They play the Patriots this week, 
Yeah, uh, in which Foxborough. I, I feel good about that one. Watching what I watched yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I think you and I and about nine other dudes could have could have held them to about 30 points. They're anemic on offense, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far, but, but yes. If it wasn't for Stevenson, they would be terrible because he break, he literally right. carries them by himself. Well, one of the touchdowns was a pick six yesterday, yeah. Yeah. So, but they, they get – And then they get the big one. And they get Baltimore at home, and they get Buffalo they at home. They got Buffalo at home, and I think that game is going to determine who the number one seed is because they already beat Kansas City, right? So, if they, if they can beat Buffalo at home, dude, they're going to go from nobody talking about them to being the number one seed in the AFC. That's kind of why I'm talking about them now. I mean, you watch what they do. They were down 17 to nothing to Tampa on Sunday. Come back and dominate the game. Was it 27-17? So, according to my ULM math, that's 27 unanswered points on the road against the Bucks. They're really good. I, I, I think there's a tendency, because of the preseason hype on the Bills, to just hand the AFC to the Bills. And I think that's, I think that's an error right now. Because Von Miller's not coming back this season. And they're not the same team without Von Miller defensively. They're still pretty good, though. They, they are. They're really good. They were elite with him. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying Buffalo can't get there. I'm saying it's not, it's not just a predetermined deal that Buffalo is destined for, this, for the Super Bowl. Yeah. The AFC, to me, the AFC playoff picture, I mean, like, you don't want the Chargers in either. Well, you don't want the Dolphins. You don't there's, want the Dolphins. You don't teams. want the Chargers. And, and the whole weather thing. Miami went up there and beat them in the cold, beat them in the snow. So you can start to say, hey, look, is it an advantage for Buffalo? Of course. Is it a, something that you, you, is insurmountable? Of course not. And Cincinnati at home, they're really, really good. And so like you, what we were talking about, it's not, it's, not, it's not outlandish to say that Cincinnati is going to be the team that has the home field advantage in the AFC. And if they do, I think they're the favorites to reach the Super Bowl. If I'm selling anybody right now, though, which is crazy, I'm selling the Dolphins. If I'm selling anybody, I'm selling the Dolphins. Because Tua, for whatever reason, he may be hurt. This is maple old-fashioned. Yeah, what you got? It's a holiday old-fashioned. They've got the, uh, the cinnamon stick and the rosemary. Oh, you got a fancy ice cube in there, too. you got a fancy ice cube. This is well done. Bob, do you do the fancy ice cube when you do old-fashions? Okay. So we're no on the fireball shots today? Okay, all right. All right. I, I am into the big fancy sphere. I like of the. Ice. I like. I'm, I'm down with Ice Cube. It also from a preserving the integrity of the drink. It lasts longer. Can I tell you how good this rain is hitting me right now? Of course. Like I'm alive. Well, you got up an hour early. Like, you, dude, you I, said, "Hey, we're meeting in the lobby at 4. Yeah, I was up. At three. I got up at three forty-five. Cole got up at. Cole got up at three fifty-three. You got up at three. So I was in the. What F were you and lobby th- when y'all were. I know. I got in the lobby at, at 3.48. Well, you had to meet one of your friends in the lobby. No, 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 I mean, I no, no. No. I um, understand. But, but just like my man Neil, um, I had a visitor this morning at about 3.50. It was, I thought I was waiting on y'all to walk up. Matter of fact, I saw your bright blue suitcase coming from across the casino. Trying to match the Albertsons Stadium turf. Yes. Yeah, the Albertsons turf. It, it's, you, you could take your suitcase on the turf and they would not find it. Um and I was just minding my own business, looking at my phone. And I had a visitor walk up to me and just ask me how I was doing at 348 in the morning. And I was just like, uh, yeah, I appreciate you. Have, have a nice day. Merry Christmas. Monday morning at 350 some odd in the morning on, in Vegas is, is a weird time. It's a weird time. That's not like 10 o'clock at night in Vegas. How was your walk? So they, had the, they were doing the uh, 
they were doing the floors, like uh, vacuuming the floors and stuff. And so they, you know if they're going to do that, they're doing it in the deadest time you can find. And so they had the, they had the hallways narrowed down. And so coming out of the elevator, you had to walk from the Bellagio. You got to walk all the way you know, through the casino to get there. And the crowd walking back towards the elevators was very interesting this morning. It was a, it was a endangered species So list. the crowd leaving was sober and asleep. <laughs> and the crowd entering was lit like a Christmas tree and completely oblivious to what was going on in the other direction. Two or three different occasions I had to say to somebody, hey, you're going to have to move. We got a super chat from Kyle. He said, Neil goes northwest and we get Boise weather. Oh, it's going to be colder back in Mississippi when we get back than it is here. That's just not cool. Which is not not good. So my wife informed me today, so I guess we were, you know, you know this, Bob knows this. I'm a one week at a time kind of guy. I can't plan. You're kind of a one day at a time kind of guy. I am. I am. But I, I'm, that's but the way One week at a time yeah. for sure. I'll, I'll give you that. With my wife, I'm one week at a time. How about that? All right. So – she let me know yesterday. She was like, hey, uh, I'm thinking about canceling this caroling. I was like, what are you talking about? And she, I guess, had planned a caroling party, and it's going to be eight degrees outside with the wind blowing at 20 miles an hour. And I said, there's no thinking. It's, it's officially canceled. So You're not going to go Christmas caroling? Yeah, if, you were planning to come, if you're listening, you're planning to come to my house, uh, you can come over. We can drink beer by the fireplace, but we're not going out caroling. What about the people that – we're waiting for you guys to come knock on the door and sing well, "Joy to the World." And it's the it's the people's ears that are really left out here. They don't get to hear this wonderful voice sing them happy Christmas songs and put them in a good mood. I've been singing Christmas songs all day. I sang T Pain yesterday in you Vegas. You did. You sang T Pain. I woke up a little Christmassy today. Did you? I did. I've been I've been singing carols all day. Have you finished all your Christmas shopping? I have not started. I have not started. What's the plan? Uh, I'll figure it out. I always do. We'll figure it out. Is that bad? Ryan, is that bad? There you go, Ryan. Bob? You already done? That's my boy. Bob, what about you? Yeah. yeah. I'm well, completely finished. Am I wrong? Am I, am I the only one? That, me and Ryan, we're the only ones? Well, I will, t- I will say this. There was one year that I saved all of it till Christmas Eve. Got up Christmas Eve morning expecting it to be really chaotic and did all of my Christmas shopping in about four and a half hours. And I got to tell you, no, no joke, it was exhilarating. It was because you're checking stuff off the list and you're like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, you're like, oh, I'm making progress. 11 o'clock, hit a, hit a snag. A size wasn't right. Had, had, to go, <laughs> had, to go, had to go audible. Yeah. But you get it done and like 1.30, 1.45, it's – Hey, cheers to me! You got it all done. Well, that's, you got that's how you get in the Christmas spirit, man. You got to go. You got to go do the chaos. I get to go do. Uh, my wife informed me today that I get to go do the grocery shopping because we got everybody coming to our house this year. So I get to do that. So that's probably my my favorite part there. But um, we had a funny question for you here earlier. I got to find this thing. So I was going to say, do you want me to handle this or do you want to handle it? We'll get you going. Uh, do you want to give a? Uh, an update on why why Lucky uh, is he going? Is are they going to be able to get Lucky to transfer? <laughs> I mean, eventually, here? eventually, perhaps. But it appears that that's going to have to wait at least a semester. Yeah, he's already practicing. Yeah, he's enrolled. Yeah, there's no signing a guy that's already practiced. That's the same thing as going to first day of class. By the way, going to practice. Yes, we did that at Alabama. 
I mean, that's my insight for the day. That's your insight? That's my recruiting insight on uh, Lucky Lawson is that he's he's not going to go anywhere but Georgia for at least his first semester. Yeah, and I imagine after all those guys go to the NFL, he'll probably have a pretty good a pretty good sitting pretty good because they're going to lose. See, Bowers got one more year. Darnell can come out. Washington can come out. Eric Gilbert hadn't played yet, so I don't know what his deal is. Have you heard anything about him? Why is he not playing? I've not. Yeah, I hadn't either. I need to check on that. Um, Ribeyes are just nine ninety nine choice a pound here. How about that? What's that? You can get at the Albertsons here yeah. in Boise. Uh, choice ribeye nine ninety nine a pound. Oh, I'm in on that. That's exceptional. I wonder if I can bring it home. Pack it up, take it to the house. Think the wife would like that? You could probably ship it. Ship with, it with some dry ice and stuff. Yeah, we can do that. Of course, at that point now you're paying a little more than nine ninety nine a pound. <laughs> nah. and the price is going up, but no, the principle remains. Well, that's the same thing. Do you ever? Are you? Let me ask you a question. Are you one of the guys that like the gas station fifteen miles from your house? The gas is six cents a gallon cheaper, so you drive all that way to save six cents a gallon. Well, I mean, I live in a town where driving. 15 miles would be leaving town. Well, so let's say when you're in Mobile. That. When you're in Mobile. Uh, I would go a little out of my way to save money on gas. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've never been that guy. I mean, I think you know when there's like a natural. Now, if it's 50 cents a gallon, yeah, I'll switch it, but I'm not going to do it before then. All right. The, uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, about your wardrobe tomorrow. Are you excited about your wardrobe tomorrow? I don't think the word excited is what I would use. Um, deeply concerned would be one of the words. Um, I blame you for this because because I won. Because well, no. I mean, I I, I don't I don't appreciate you winning. Just blame me. Everybody blames me for everything. I, I blame Kiffin for the loss. I blame you for trying to change the rules as we went. Because the rule initially was no jackets, no hoodies. That was it. There was nothing about undershirts. Well, the original rule was thongs. Well, I'm going to tell you that. I I would literally just contribute to charity and walk (laughs) away if that were the case. Because, number one, nobody wants to see that. And number two, that's way too cold. I'm, I'm a little concerned about pneumonia, frostbite. You're buzzing. I'm buzzing. Thank you. That fix it? Like that? Yeah, that's Get good. that technique down. Uh, a little concerned, but uh, there, there are people that are saying that wearing, wearing a vest underneath the T-shirt is cheating. I didn't say that. And I don't really think it is. I didn't say that. Um, the idea of, of getting hypothermia is when I weigh, hey, whether – so here's the way I look at this, right? On one hand, there's here's what some of the people on a message board think is cheating. And on the other hand is me getting hypothermia. And when I balance those, it kind of goes like this. Like, I don't care and I really care. So, I mean, I'm going to do the best I can. But they're talking about snow showers and stuff. 
But as as Ryan, does it get, does it get warmer when the sun that's when what the snow Ryan comes? Ryan tells me that in the Boise weather when it starts to snow it actually gets warmer. Okay. I do plan to make multiple runs to the concession stands, not okay. necessarily to get concessions, but because I have them. a feeling it's going to be warmer there. Uh, it's possible that Is I literally warm run. It's no. possible I lose my dignity and just spend time to hanging out in the in the restrooms, just standing there. Yeah. Um, I plan to consume coffee and hot chocolate in copious amounts. Yeah, I mean, I, I have some thoughts. That. I've got gloves. I got hand warmers. I got a hat. Going to bundle up on the lower half, thermals, etc. I'm going to be a, a dressed obnoxiously warm. In case you're curious, uh, I'm I'm going to be like I'm going to be an asshole about it. I meant to go get a cowboy hat because someone told me those were warmer than the wool hats. Ryan, you got a cowboy hat? You do? How much does a cowboy hat cost these days? A hundred bucks. That'd be worth doing. It'd be worth it. All right. I want to. I want to. Uh, something that came up today. The uh, in recruiting that there was some questions about, and I told him I'd address it on the show. And I think we talked a little bit about it earlier. We just didn't touch on it a lot. Is the new black market in recruiting is the kids wanting you to pay them just so you can recruit them. Wanting you to pay, wanting the schools to pay the kids just for the so pleasure of recruiting So you used to pay for them to them? sign to your school, allegedly? I heard that could have happened in some places. So, Correct me if I'm wrong. My initial reaction to that, knowing what I know about kids who have their hands out and how that usually results, if I'm a program that has options, which is damn near all Power 5 programs, when a kid tells me, you've got to pay just to recruit me, I say, hey, bud, we're out. Good luck. It's like, what's the show, uh, Shark Tank? Yeah, we're they, out. We're almost right off the bat. The proposal's like kind of shaky, and Mark Cuban's like, "Listen, uh, you have a cute shirt, and uh, yeah, and I'm out. I'd be that. I, I'm out. Yeah, no. And I would just sit back and the rest of the way and go. If one of you idiots wants to sign up for this, go for it. But that kid, it might not even be. In, in fact, it probably isn't the kid's fault. But the people around the kid are going to be a colossal nightmare. And unless he's Unless he's Bo Jackson, it's just not going to be worth it. You can go find other players who can play linebacker or running back or defensive end who aren't the headache. Yeah. And honestly, just not to go on and on forever, again, this is my experience. The elite kids, the ones who are really, really good, they know they're really, really good, and they know they're going to the NFL, they typically are more concerned about Going to the right place, development, all of that stuff, because their their money, their eyes are not on the NIL, their eyes are on the NFL. And see that, and you're right. But where my concern is is now that the kids, you know, I'm not going to say who it was. There is a uh, young man that I know that when you're that good, they're not looking for these people to surround. There's there's vultures, man. They come after the kids. Hey, I can help you get this. You know, about the runners and the stuff. runners are trying to become pseudo agents, and they're go- they're circling the kids up, and they're the ones that are coaching them up to do all this shit. And it's just, but it's going on. But here's the thing, and I and I want what you were saying at the beginning about you know if it was you, you'd tell them kick rocks and all that stuff. 
Well, here's the deal. The coaches at this point in time, probably the last, I would say, 10 years, it's turned into survival mode. How long can I keep the big check? And you really got and it's, there's, it's not funny, but it's, it's really true. You got two choices. You can cheat and you can go buy them all, or you can lose and get your ass fired. And so it's very difficult to. Okay, so what percentage, and this isn't a fair question because there's no way for you to accurately answer this. This yeah, is your gut Allegedly fe- gut feel. Yep. Your gut feeling. What percentage of players at this point are asking for money just to be recruited as opposed to, like, look, I'm not even going to do the allegedly thing. I'm not even going to be cute about it. Back in the day, you would be trying to recruit a kid and other schools would want to would pay that kid to not visit you. You had to pay a kid. You had to arrange for a kid to be able to come visit. There was stuff that was going on that if the NCAA had dug into it and had the taste for that blood, they would have done something. But these days, that's over. The NCAA has no more taste for that blood. They have no interest in that at all. Well, I so think this was a bot. They, this is what they wanted to do with NIL, so they didn't have they couldn't because they couldn't do anything about it in the first place. People got too smart. So, what percentage of kids is there an upfront fee just to get involved? I think in it's recruiting? your elite kids. Your elite, elite, elite kids um, that don't come from a financial background. And when I say that, I would say, I'm not saying all of them and all that stuff, but you take your top, let's say the top 500 players in the country, 300 of the 500. 60%. Yeah. I mean, Lane Kiffin went on record the other day and said that when NIL and all that stuff first started, and I hate the term, Anyway, when it first started that it was just some kids. He says now every, every kid they recruit, NIL, pay-for-play comes up. Every single one. Yeah. He said there's, there are – he basically – I'm not putting – I don't want to – he didn't say the, these words, but he implied that there are no exceptions. It's a hell no. of a number. Yeah. But that's – and that's the world that we've created, right? And that's the world it's in. But now it's – I mean, I heard this word the other day is, hey, you give me $5,000 and I will come visit you so we can sit down and talk about your NIL package. Now, think about that. Now, that's where I would, that's where I would tell somebody to go, go fuck themselves. I, I, I would have a tough time with that. And like I told you yesterday, sorry, apologize. Um, you could have just said kick rocks yes, again. Yes, kick rocks again, sorry. But, that would have been that would have been more appropriate. Yeah, it's just not authentic. It's not my authentic self. That is true. Um, but I, I will say this: where I get pissed off with this whole deal is, which I told you the other day, and when we were talking with Dan, I honestly don't believe if when we were talking about at dinner last night, if I was coaching right now, I would have a difficult time. I, I could not. I don't. My style of coaching, I would have every kid would quit on me. Every kid of mine would acquit on me because I'm going to drive them and I'm going to push them. And, we're going, and, and, you know, I will put it like this. I always used to say I've never met a freshman that I had that didn't call me an asshole. Every freshman that I ever had was like, this guy's an asshole. But you know what? Every single person that left me, they loved me by the end because you have to teach them how to grow up. You can't teach them how to grow up anymore because they don't fight adversity. They just hit the easy button and go in the portal. And to me, where and everybody talks about how the game's getting ruined and all that stuff, there's so many ways that that's happening, right? To me, the biggest thing that's happening in the game today from a coaching standpoint, I'm talking about what you get in it for, what you do it for, is you want to mold young men. 
and you want to, you got it, but you cannot, you cannot be successful if you don't know how to fail. I'm a believer in that. I'm a huge believer in that. You have to know what failure is if you want to succeed. And you can't, these kids aren't facing failure anymore. They're hitting the easy button and going in the portal. They're every one of them. And it's sad, man. It's, and then, and guess what? Now they're going to get, now they're going, their free card's gone. And they're going to go somewhere and they're going to get de-recruited and they're probably going to quit. And we talked about, we had a, how many kids did we go over today talking about, where, what happened to that kid? What happened to that kid? What happened to that kid? A bunch. a bunch. Yeah. And that are good players that, you know, all my people here used to rip my ass for not signing. They don't want to say anything about, I, I, I'm not going to say the kid, but I was laughing. I saw on the board the other day. There was a young man. There was a kid who was on your radar. Yeah. <laughs> there was a kid that I got I got brutalized for because uh, we didn't sign the kid. But now he sucks because he went somewhere. He's terrible. But, you know, is what it is. But th- coaching has got to be done the right way. And I, that just really – it frustrates the hell out of me, man. I'm done ranting. No, what even much of a rant? I just it's, – it's frustrating, man. Well, I mean, what led to some of this was you and I were having a conversation about something that happened on my message board late last night this morning, which is kids don't respond even to, hey, can you – if I send you some questions, will you type up the answers? Text, text me the answers. Yeah. Which is really surrendering your ability to ask a follow-up question, to have a conversation – the best interviews are conversations. Yeah. But the answer is no, and one of the reasons is they've discovered that there are outlets out there who will pay them for interviews as prospects. And I'm not going to do that for no. a number of reasons. Number one, it's stupid. Number two, there's no return on that investment. And number three, why should I pay a kid for him to tell me that school X felt like home? Or some variation thereof, that comment. Yeah. He's not going to tell me, "Hey, what was the NI? Like, what what was your NIL package? Give me some details. What were the competing NIL packages? That's what I would be interested in. If I were to even possibly entertain the idea of interviewing a prospect for a commitment story, it would have to be un, under the guarantee of we're going to openly talk about these things. So, uh, Grind brought up something here. Um, he said Ohio State's NIL situation is interesting. Uh, they were they were the first in the business when they gave Quinn Ewers a million dollar NIL deal. He never played a meaningful snap. Wonder if that uh, soured them. So, Grind, I want to ask you a question here because I actually know a little bit about this one. Uh, Ohio State struggling NIL wise. Ohio State's never really been um, surprisingly. They're behind. Okay, for for the athlete that they're trying to recruit, they're behind. Right. Um, the Quinn Ewers deal. So Quinn Ewers, uh, grind. Just to make sure you knew this. Quinn Ewers actually did the whole leave high school thing and go to Ohio State because a company in Texas offered him equity in a company. So it wasn't even an Ohio State deal. So he actually did that to take equity in a company in Texas going to Ohio State. So he it didn't have anything to do really with Ohio State. Didn't actually do that. He actually did that on his own merit before he went to uh, Ohio State and then returned to Texas after a year. But his whole NIL deal was leaving because I think it was like 20% equity in a company. Um, and he took it. I mean, hell, why wouldn't you? You're right? Sure. And so that's the Quinn Ewers deal. Um, all right, so let's get my man Bob in here. I want to talk to Bob. You want to talk to Bob? Yeah, let's talk to Bob. 
You want Bob to take my seat for a minute, and I'll. Yeah, you gonna you gonna go you gonna reload? I mean, if, if you insist, I'll I'll do that. We'll Watch get Bob. Check, check. Bob coming in hot. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So, Bob, were you on? Was can, you he see, on? can you see Bob on there? Uh, it's delayed right now. We'll see it in a second. Okay. Was he in there? In the shot? It's delayed so far on my deal. Bob, how we doing, brother? Doing great. Love Boise. Nice and uh, warm right now. I know. You, you look dressed for the occasion. <laughs> Got to be. So, Bob, you come, to, you come to Boise all the time, right? I do. Yeah. All right. So, me and Neil had this discussion this morning. All right. I am – why do different airports have different TSA policies? It makes zero sense. You would think it would be consistent since it is a national – uh, government agency, right? The TSA. Yeah. And I can tell you, I've been in probably 30 different airports this year. They are all different. All right. So like we go one, to- you have to take a belt off one. You have to take your shoes off one. You got to pull your laptop out of your bag. They, they, it, it varies wherever you go. They were nice to us in Memphis, Memphis. They were, they were mean in Vegas, like mean, I mean, well, you got to think, too, now. It was it was 5 o'clock, 4 a.m. on Monday. I'm sure there was some assholes that came through there before us. Well, I mean, I get it, but, like, 
they, they yelled at Cole. It was not necessary. Cole was not doing anything wrong. It was a natural thing what Cole did. And then the guy's like, stop. And you're like, whoa, hold up. Hold up. Well, they yell at you. Like they, so you go to a new one, and they yell at you because you're supposed to know that you need to take your laptop out. Well, the last airport we just went through didn't make us take it they out. They told us not to take told it out. told us not to take it out. And then, so they yell at you like you're the asshole. And so I said, do you need me to take, because I, I have an iPad as well. Do you need me to take my iPad out also? And he just goes, shakes his head. And I'm like, well, now you, you can yell at people, but when I ask you a, a, a question, you can't at least answer my question? And he finally said, yes. And I said, can I put it in the same tray with my laptop? Yeah. Well, earlier you said everything had to be on separate trays. Separate That's the trays, reason yeah. I'm asking is because I don't, I don't, I don't want to feel your wrath over something as simple as where I'm putting my iPad here. Well, and here's the, after all that shit we went through this morning, they, did, they didn't even make us go through the scanner. They just said walk through. So we had to take it. We had to, we had to get an enema to get through the, the checkpoint, but they just let us walk right through. They didn't, they didn't even go through the, the scanner. Yeah, they, it, it varies. And it, it, I don't know if it has something to do with, like, different, like, intel they get where they get more uptight about stuff. It, it, it's kind of crazy, but. Here you go, sir. Almost, oh, yeah, look at that one. Many thanks. The maple Old Fashioned. Good so we had a, hey, that. that was nice. <laughs> so uh, we had a super chat from Tim Inman. He says more IPAs for Neil. So this is even better. You see, I was talking into the drink instead of the mic. I mean, we're getting there. Uh, Grind, I see your question <laughs> about Ohio State. I don't know, man. I don't know why Ohio State's struggling. It blows my mind too. It just kind of is what it is. I We'd don't like to give a quick shout house. out to the people at Game Changer Patches. <laughs> I got the uh, Game Changer patch on right here. This is the uh, the warm up patch. Yeah, you're going you're going to need that one. I think tested it the other night. Did well. Testing it again tonight. Yeah, you're going to need the overtime patch too. I'm, I'm going to yeah the overtime patch so that I can bounce back tomorrow. All right, so Bob. Yes, sir. You know I'm a rain connoisseur. You are. All right, what is your favorite flavor of rain? What are you going with? What's your favorite? Dreamsicle. Dreamsicle. Every day. Love it. Okay. Ryan, what do you got? Ryan, you'll say hello to the crowd. Hey, everybody. Check out my stash and my guy. That's, that's a top gun stash. It's a new one. It's Ryan from Monster. Ryan, what's your favorite rain? Actually, a new one. I'm allowed to talk about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, nobody's Tropical? listening. Tropical Storm. That's the new one. Coming out, I think, what, March? Like Mid-Feb, Mid late. So that's yeah. February. Fruit Punch, kind of? What, what are we looking at here? It tastes. Because, you know, I'm a big Red Dragon yeah. guy. You you are the Red Dragon, Red man. Dragon's my jam. The the Tropical, it, it, it's unique. It's it's like that uh, that Pineapple Lifesaver. Okay. Kind of got that taste to it. it it's really good. It's going to be a home run. Um, are we allowed to talk about the other space that you guys are about to get into? Is that still kind of secretive? Oh no, no, that that's public knowledge. Yeah, yeah. We all right. Let's we, go, Bob. Dump the dump the dump the knowledge because we got we yeah, got we, some beer. We bought a beer company, so uh, Canarchy uh, is now part of the Monster family. So uh, 
We will be able Absolutely. to get some IPAs out yes, there sir. and do some things. Take care of my boy Neil. Yes. yes. Bob, this could be a crazy podcast with the IPAs being, being drank on the podcast. Uh, oh, my God. Imagine the, imagine the content on those podcasts. <laughs> we may even start talking about news so reports going you, In all club. seriousness, how did you get into that space? How does that, how does that work? I mean, that's a Our owners are, are really um, great about innovation and what's next and thinking about uh, – trends and, and categories and it's always been rumored that monster was going to eventually end up in alcohol somehow some way and they uh they found this uh company and, and struck a deal and it's great because it starts small right and we can build yeah. into it and there's no pressure on um delivering huge numbers we can uh, take this thing and just grow it um, organically so an entire company is fired up i know the people from canarchy were really fired up we visited a couple of breweries um, and and they were all oh my god we're part of the monster family so we should have a release party so in northeast be, Mississippi maybe you're not allowed to say <laughs> this yet I don't know will it be a a for lack of a better word traditional IPA or will it be a, a sports drink IPA no it's gonna it's all beer right? okay They're, yeah they, right. they, and the companies are separate they're gonna gotcha. run separate um, and they'll they'll be delivering uh, all the beers off separate trucks separate distribution network than how we do monster today it's such an interesting space because obviously there's a lot of competition in it it's it's very popular so many people like me not tyler tyler's tyler's a miller light bud light guy he likes it but so many people like like i came here today and you know they said hey what ipa do you want i said what's your local ipa you know so it's it's a crowded space to get into but if you do it right it can be monumentally popular because there's a huge audience for it. it yeah and, and you'll see from us that it's called the beast unleashed and you'll see that hit the market and uh, there's going to be four flavors and a 19.2 ounce can i think it's six and a half percent alcohol 19.2 can yeah let's go let's go indeed uh, some great flavors on that and uh it's going to be fun it's going to be an interesting uh, uh run for us yeah i look forward to seeing that all right so bob you got to sell the debate here as a, as a man of many travels, if you go, like today, Neil goes to Salt, we fly into Salt Lake City and connect this morning. Can you say that you visited Salt Lake City, or do you have to be? No, that's not what I said. All right, what do you, what do you call it? Can you, on your list of states you've been in, okay. can Same you include thing. Utah on the list? And I didn't visit Salt Lake City. I okay. would have liked to. Had I had more time, I would have left the airport and done that, because I was only four and a half minutes from the Utah State Capitol. Okay. So right. what's the criteria, Bob? Do you have to go Can outside? Do you have to, to leave Utah now? I think once you hit the ground, you you can claim it as a, a state. Ryan, no. Ryan disagrees. He, what are you saying, Ryan? Yeah. I think you have to leave the grounds of the airport. I I don't have a major problem. You have to exit security. I'm da- that's so well, that's well, fair. Earlier, you're now you're now. No, I'm, I can I can okay. see that. I'm down with that. So once we well, you guys were sec- talking about hit like at the curb. Does that count? I heard you mention that. Yeah, and the answer is yes. I, I yeah, you're. I'm okay the, with I'm okay with line. leaving you're security. I'd agree with I'm that. Most, I'm okay with leaving security because that would have got I, Tom Hanks out. I have out. taken claim to a couple states out of all my travels to say I've been to that state and never left the airport. <laughs> so the mountains behind us. Can you ski those mountains? That is sweet. 
All right, so what direction is that? North. So we're facing. 10 o'clock to you. We're facing east. And then, so north, by the stadium, that direction is the ski slopes. Have you been skiing up there? Is it good skiing? Can you ski? Uh, I haven't snow skied in a while, but yes. I can snow ski, and I actually was fairly good at it. Bob, can you ski? Never skied a day in my life. Have Have I told my ski story on here before? I don't think so. So I almost died, like, when I was at Alabama. Almost legitly thought I was done. Uh, my wife had this great idea. Uh, Nick tells us the day before signing day, because we, we never knew when we were off. So the day before signing day, he was like, hey, you know, we'll come in for signing day, get you guys a couple days off. Well, Aaron's pissed because she doesn't know, and so she wants to go do something. She's let's go snow skiing. I was like, where the hell are we going to go snow skiing? We're gonna, I got two days off. So she decides to go to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Okay. Okay, mistake number one. Gatlinburg, great place. Not a ski, awesome. not a ski place. It's, you know, middle of February. So not a good skier. Uh, actually, I don't have a problem skiing. I have a problem stopping. Okay, that's the stopping the, is the hard part. So she grew up skiing, so she tells me to get on the lift and go and I was getting bored with the bunny slopes. I actually got that down. I said, you think I can do one of those blue squares? So she was like, let me go figure it out. So she, she grows, goes up skiing. She goes up there. She comes down. She goes, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. She goes, but look. She goes, when you get to the top of the mountain, because you've got to take this lift all the way to the top, make sure you go right because the blue square is on the right. But if you go left, that's the black diamond. Gotcha. Gotcha, boss. So we get, I get to the top, I'm by myself. I get to the top, and I do. I take the right. I see it says blue square this way. But what they don't tell you is the path intertwined like a figure eight. Okay? Not a skier. Don't know how this works. So when I come around the corner, I'm like, oh, I should just stay left. No. Whoever designed this thing is you're supposed to stay straight, and all these people are supposed to intersect everybody. And so when I stayed left, I went on a black diamond. And Something you were not ready for. No, it was it was it was dead ass downhill. I mean, I'm talking about straight downhill, and I couldn't do any. I couldn't stop, and I'm going no shit. I'm going 40, 50 miles an hour, and I see the tree line, 90 degree turn to the right. Uh oh, we got us Eastern Michigan, Eastern Michigan in the house. Come Let's on, go say, Eagles. Come here and say hello, Eagles. Yes, sir. We got the Eagles in the house. We got some, we got some Eagles in the house. Love it. All right, I'm gonna finish my ski store. We got us, we got us the fan in the house. Come on in here. Say hello, everybody. What's your name? Name's Chris. Where are you from, Chris? Um, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. So, how long was your flight? Uh, let's see. I flew to Seattle first, um, and then I flew to Seattle to Boise. So it's probably about nine hours total. Get you some of that. Nine hours. Oh, how about it's not that? Bad. So we flew into Detroit. Yeah, come on. You want to come on here? Come on. Sure. Come on here. Let me get out your way. I've never interviewed by anybody on camera before. <laughs> I feel like a reporter. Tyler Siski coming to you. So which one which which you one you got here? Like Rainbow uh, Sherbert? Um, Rainbow. Laura, have you ever had it before? Um, I actually haven't. I've had the orange one and I've had the gummy one. Alright, crack it open. Let's get a taste test going. Live on you're live by the way. I don't know if you knew that or not. Could hire him for the sampling team. Tastes like Rainbow Sherbert. There you go. <laughs> Alright, so you got forty five minutes before you're crazy. You know that, right? If you drink one of these about 12.30 tomorrow, Eastern Michigan will win by 75 points. Did you know yeah, that? for sure. I guess I'm going to need to get some more. All right, so who, who's <laughs> – give me a score prediction tomorrow. 
I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be probably somewhere in the 30s for both teams, maybe. Uh, let's say 36 to 32 Eastern Michigan. All right, so where's the Eastern Michigan party tonight? That's that's most important. Uh, it's a VIP party that I'm going to. Oh. All right, so look, we're going to be live here tomorrow morning, pre-gaming at 10:30. So you got to bring all. Because look, here's the deal. Neil has gone all in on Eastern Michigan. All in. Good choice. For the for the whole month, we've been all in on Eastern Michigan. And we gotta we gotta get him in doctrine, like singing the fight song. He has to wear a short sleeve shirt to the game tomorrow. Yeah, who is right? <laughs> That's a good point. It's chilly out there. I'm, I'm from Michigan, and this is this is no joke. I know. <laughs> I'm not from Michigan, and this is this is no joke, no question. Well, brother, I appreciate you, man. Enjoyed it. Get get your compadres over here. We'll have a good time tomorrow. We'll hit some fireball shots and get us warmed up. Thanks for coming by, man. All right, watch out! Watch out for all the cords. Look at that agility right there, getting over the cords. Doing the high hurdles over the cords. High hurdles. So, I don't know how I follow that up. All right, so I go down the Black Diamond. Yeah. I can't stop. I'm going 50 miles an hour. I see. I see the tree line coming at me. So I just tried to jump and stop. You know, like they do on the. On, I was just like, what do they do on the, on the TV? Didn't work so well. I went, you know, the, the orange fence? I yeah. went through the orange fence and down the hill. And I finally stopped. I hit a rock, like a, a damn boulder, like bigger than this. And I uh, sat there for a minute, make sure I didn't break anything, and then walked my ass down the mountain an hour and a half. I was not putting – I haven't put a ski on since. I'm terrible. Terrible. Well, you, you know this now. You weren't ready for that advanced stage of skiing. I've never – Skiing is a stair-stepper stair sort of thing. Well, I got tricked. I think my wife was trying to collect life insurance. I, re- I think it was a plot. What's well, understandable? I'm mean, 100% convinced it's a plot. I mean, I get it. Checks but, out, you know, as Cole would say. Checks out. Uh, let's see here. Let's see what we got in the chat. So we got 33-31 Eastern Michigan. We got to get – they got to co- – that's covers with a three-and-a-half. Three-and-a-half point dog. Yeah, I'm going all in on Eastern Michigan. We're going to ride with the boys. Since the Raiders did good, we'll ride with the boys. You good starting with that? Up, yeah. Starting What's the over-under? Uh, I don't know. What is the over-under? Cole, Cole's going to look it up for Cole's, us. Yeah, Cole's checking it out. All right, so, Bob, favorite city in all your travels? When you, when you get on a plane, where are you, where are you excited to go? For me, it's probably Boston. Okay. What a great city Boston is. I, lo- I love it there. Boston was not happy in Las Vegas yesterday. 52 and a half is the over-under. 52 and a half? Oh, yeah, that's over, huh? Yeah, there were Patriot fans walking around last night. They looked like zombies. I mean, they had seen, they had seen a nightmare happen right in front of their eyes. Yeah, I want to go. I on, still can't believe that it happened. Yeah, I just want to go on record. I have not text nor called Jeff. My brother-in-law is Mac Jones's agent. Yeah, and I know he was having a rough night. Now, Jr., my other brother-in-law, he's been giving him shit on the text th- text thread. Not cool, Jr. Too I soon. Gotta, I got to tell you again. I said this yesterday. I'm gonna say it again. I've watched the replay so many times. The Mac Jones hate on the failure to make a tackle is it's crap. He, he had no way to know two seconds before that happened that, hey, I'm going to have to tackle this six foot six, 200 and whatever he is, pound defensive end slash linebacker 
who's a beast. There was, <laughs> the, if you gave Mac ten shots at that tackle, knowing that he had to make the tackle, he'd make it once, maybe twice. Not if you gave him ten shots, never knowing you're. Hey, in a second and a half, you're gonna have to tackle this guy to save the game. He'd go over ten. I'm the, glad. The, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm telling glad you, the Mac it. Jones slander is wrong. It's yeah, wrong. I mean, yeah. he, you couldn't have expected him to make that play. So do you? I so think what you're, I think the visual of it is what <laughs> is what everyone has a I hard mean, time with. Slammed into the ground, but, but <laughs> he went. He, it looked kind of soft. When I mean, did, uh, when, did, when did the Patriots start camp? July. Yeah. How many drills has Mac Jones done where it's okay? Here's here's the here's the drill, Mac. Tackle this linebacker full speed right now with the game on the line. Go. Never. He's never <laughs> been asked to do that. Now, has he been asked to work on a third down, you know, third down uh, dig route? Sure. Has he been asked to, you know, work on pass progression, you know, pick the underneath route, dump it off to the running back? Of course. He's done those things. You've asked him to do those things. But you've never done the drill where you're like, hey, Mac, here's what we want you to do, champ. We're going to do this drill right now on July the 31st or on August the 8th. We're going to take our linebackers, and they're going to run straight into you, and we want you to bring them down here in this drill. Hell no, he's not been asked to do that. In fact, in fact, in every single practice they've ever had, if somebody had gone and run over Mac Jones, that somebody would have been cut <laughs> within five minutes of it happening. It was completely absurd to say, hey, we're really kind of pissed off that you didn't bring the linebacker down. Okay. Now, you want to get on Myers? Great. I'm all in. You want to get in on, hey, Jacoby, <laughs> you didn't know what the effing score was, did you? You didn't know. You're did convinced you? about that, I'm aren't you? I'm cool with that. Like, like Jacoby should have known better. But, And I'm not defending Mac Jones. He didn't, have, like, he didn't light the world on fire yesterday. Don't get me wrong. You want to criticize some of his throws? Cool. You want to criticize some of his decisions? I'm in. You want to criticize him for not bringing down a 6'6", six 270-pound six, linebacker, barreling full speed at him on a play where – one and a half seconds earlier, Mac Jones went, what the? I'm out. Completely out. He's innocent. He's acquitted. Send him home. Apologize for the trial and be done with it. No. All right, can I ask you a question? Not that it's, it's not, not his. It's not about soft. It's not That was soft. my next question. Do no, you think it, it was a soft? Make him soft. It makes him soft. It makes him a quarterback who's not used to trying to bring down six foot six, 275-pound monsters. Do you think Stupid. he could have given better effort, though? No, he had one second. He looked up and went, oh, what the hell is – boom, and then he's on the ground. I mean, it'd be like you – if I showed you a film after a grizzly bear ate you. If, 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 That'd be if, awesome. If, if the next day I went, so here's, here's the film, your response would be, yeah, I had no chance. Bingo. And I could say, well, your effort was kind of lacking. And you just said, there was nothing I could do. It's that. I mean, could he have tried harder? I mean, I guess as he's going to the ground in one-seventeenth of a second and grabbing at his leg, could he have done a better job of grabbing the leg? I mean, maybe. But it's easy for me to say. Again, this was not something he ever practiced. (laughs) And you football people are practice people. You're like, hey, we have to drill this. We have to rep. You do have to rep. We have, we have to rep this. Let's It'll rep It'll be part this. of training camp. Let's you rep, rep this enough times that it becomes second. Now. Yeah. yeah. You know, he, Mac never repped that. He's repped it sometime. He'll be all right. 
All right, so let me ask you guys a question on this one. Why is Stevenson getting a pass in all this? All you ever hear is about Jacoby and and Mac Jones. (laughs) Stevenson started the whole dang thing himself. Stevenson is getting brought down at the 31-yard line, and something in the back of his mind goes, hey, you know what? I'm really close to scoring. No, no, dude, you're not. You're, You're not close to scoring. You're not even thinking straight. And in that moment, he flips it to Myers. Well, he wasn't thinking straight. He flips it to Myers, who goes, oh, son of a bitch, I've got the ball. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn around, and I'm going to throw it backwards, 25 yards to the slowest person in this arena right now. I'm going to get it to him on the 50 so that Matt can go, okay, what now? Because in a scenario where Jacoby Myers, who, by the way, made one of the more accurate throws of the game, in a scenario where Jacoby Myers throws the ball to Mac Jones, Max would have, Mac would have caught it in his own territory some 50-some-odd yards from scoring. The clock's already hit zero. A field goal's out of the question. What the hell's he going to do with it when he gets it? You've already got receivers downfield. He's not. Oh, I'm happy. I'm. I'm. I was high five. That's the most excited I've been. I've been for a touchdown in my life. So no, on the list of people that you Hate can for blame death, for that play, Mac Jones is so far down the list that you'll never get there. Yeah, that's true. All right, so I, I decided. I've, I debated for the last couple hours since we talked. We started laughing about that this morning. If I was going to tell this or not, so we'll tell it. We'll let Bob hear the funny story. So. You had a fun. You had a fun evening, morning. We were talking about recruiting and recruiting information and things like that. And I was sharing with you some of the things that I did to mess with the media and people that I've worked with that did <laughs> to mess with the media. Um, I just realized where we're going. <laughs> I'm, I'm now. Should, should I do it? I'm now. I'm. I'm, I'm kind of like Mac Jones right now. I'm like, oh God. Can I do it? I'm not stopping right. you. So you're, you're a grown man. Okay. Do what you want to do. So I can tell some. I'll shit. get blamed for yeah. it. So well, I'm, I've been drinking, so we're, we're good to go. This is like gonna make this is gonna make the good shit. All right. So there was uh, a media member that Bob that that uh, upset me. Um, and you may ask why did did he upset me? Well, so I had my office because I had some very private information in my office on a board he had their board with all the prospects they were recruiting ranked in order had them ranked in order what we thought about them all those things and so their recruiting depth chart yeah so i had a you had to have a key code to get up there or you had to be with one of us right so um monday was press conference day and we also didn't practice and for some reason i went and did something i don't remember but i come back up to see a uh a member of the media taking pictures with their cell phone of my board. Now I had it covered with like a uh, like a slide down shade, you know. Like, it, I mean, it was work to get it done. So I called it. wasn't very happy about it. So about I don't know. It was a couple weeks later. I was like, hey, got me a call. It's like, hey, listen here, we got this kid from Memphis. He's getting ready to commit. What's his name? What's his name? His name is Gregorius Raff. Gregorius Raff. Look. Raff. Raff. Yeah. Gregorius Raff. We just call him G though. Okay? So his name's just G. All right? So here's his number. Call him up. 
And so he called the guy up, and he was like, answered the phone. He's like, yeah, I'm looking for Giraffe. And then we, we gave him the number to the Memphis Zoo. So he called the Memphis Zoo asking for Giraffe. That's pretty good, huh? Love it. Love it. Love it. And then, and then, the, uh, and then he got me, pissed me off again. And so when I do the list, I would, I would I, and I was very fair. It didn't matter if it was rivals, 247 back in the day, it didn't matter. I, I was very equal with what I gave every site because, you know, they got a job to do. And, um, and so I uh, got pissed off and gave them, um, I picked a random team in the SEC and just took their commit list. And said that they were coming to the game. The random team happened to be his arch rivals. Team. Yeah, it happened to be the arch rivals random. team. Random, just randomly. Don't know how that happened? Yeah. Just yeah. random. So that was that was fun. But you know, could have been Vanderbilt, but no, it was. I, I was legitimately pissed about the taking the picture of my board because that's that's bullshit. You know, could have asked. Could have asked. You're also breaking trust without people now, so you're not going to work. Did around. I ever not answer a question that you asked me? I may have said off the record, but I ever not answer a question no. you asked me ever. And I was in that room and didn't take pictures of the board. Yeah, that's correct. Or take notes. You were actually awkward about it to where you didn't want to come in there. You remember that? I did. I told you that I didn't really want to come you didn't in feel there comfortable. because you didn't want me to have that information. And if I was in that room, it was going to be very difficult for me not to see that information and record it in my mind and not use it. Yeah, you. it's just, you know. Because there were times that you would say, can I tell you something off the record? And I would say no. Don't tell me because I might already know this on the record somewhere else. And if you tell me off the record, then now I confirmed it's off it. the record and I can't get it anywhere else, it's right. a no. Yeah. Which is something that happens in coaching searches all the time. People say, can I tell you something off the record? And I say, no. Does that happen in coaches' searches, Neil? Frequently. Oh, okay. And I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it when someone, someone says, hey, I, I want to tell you something, but it's off the record. If I say no, one of two things happens. They either realize, oh, you're close to something, or they end up, don't use me as a source, but X, and they tell you, and you're like, oh, son of a, son of a gun, that's exactly what I had, or that's not what I had, at which point you circle back to your original sources and go, I heard this, are you sure? And then you get, go somewhere with it. Yeah. But and I mean, like, I don't mind it when people tell me, can we go off the record? I just don't mind... I don't want them to get offended when I say no. I don't want to go off the record because I, I feel good enough as a reporter sometimes that I can get it on my own. Um, all right, so let me let – me, I want the fans to know this because this is something that I think they don't understand about um, recruiting coverage or whatever you want to call it right now and what's out there and what's not. Uh, I told you this privately. I'm not definitely not saying who it was and all that stuff. But there was a player that um, their own agent did not know where they were this past weekend. They thought they were somewhere else. Do you remember that conversation we had? Yes. And so when their own agent doesn't know what's going on because things are moving so fast and the pieces are moving so fast that it's almost impossible to get. Now, you may get some information. You go make some shit up. But to get the accurate information right now in recruiting, I don't know how you how you do it because it's it's literally that crazy to where this player's agent thought he was. I mean, because I asked him because it's, por- it's a portal player. It was a portal player. I asked him. I said, "Where is is he here?" Like, yeah, he's there. I was like, "Well, I don't think he's there." He's like, "Huh?" 
his own agent didn't know where he was. Yeah. And so the portal has just gotten nutty, man. I mean, when you don't – when that's – I don't know how anybody expects to know what's going on when that's the case. It's that crazy. Yeah, and I'm, I've said this, so I'll be quick with it. I, I, I do think there's been some confusion with the signing day and the portal. Yeah. I just think there's a lot of people out there that get, get it confused and think that the portal – the portal also ends on the 21st, and it obviously doesn't. We've talked about this. I just yeah. think that some of creating some of the angst about Wednesday. Wednesday is just for high school kids and ju- JUCO kids. It's not for portal kids. They don't sign anything. They just transfer. Maybe they should sign something, and maybe you could make Wednesday be the first day they could sign something, and then you'd have a legitimate story. Yeah. But as it is, Wednesday's not a – significant it, it Wednesday's no more significant of a portal day than Tuesday or Thursday yeah and they're just and they have agents now so they're just like coaches okay I'm planning to enroll at X university well that didn't work so let's go bump my price up until they enroll they, they yeah. can go free agent I mean they can drive the price up by announcing where they're going and really not have any intention of going there you but, excited to uh you excited to attack, attack Boise tonight what are we doing yeah um I'm riding with, I'm riding with my tag team partner Bob tonight what are we going to eat Bob Land and Ocean. Land and Ocean. Land and Ocean. Land and Ocean. What kind of food is that? I'm going to guess it's food that comes from the land and the ocean. Dude, that was that was great. Maybe that's my stab in the dark. Maybe surf, surf, and, surf. and turf. There you go. Do you like it? You been there? Good stuff? One of the better spots in Boise. One of the sure. better spots in Boise. What's your, what's your go-to? Well, usually when I stay at the courtyard, there's a Chick-fil-A in the parking lot, so that's my... <laughs> okay, that's your go-to? <laughs> no, Barbacoa is usually where everyone goes. Night, great Mexican spot here in town. Yeah. No, that's good stuff. Um, let's see what else. Let's see if we got anything to chat before we get out of here. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay's. You got a review for Gordon Ramsay's last night? Uh, the Beef Wellington was absolutely fantastic. Probably the best I'd ever had. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was my review. It was, that was, it was, it was really it was, good. On a scale of 1 to 10, it was, it was a 10. Yeah, I had a New York strip and some kind of potato stuff that was really good. It was a, they had like a, uh, was like a Cabernet reduction with the Beef Wellington. It was, it was remarkable. It was really, really good. That was good stuff. We got anything else in the chat? All right, so we're going to roll tomorrow morning. Yeah, we'll be back here tomorrow morning. We'll uh, get ready for the uh, – Sometime around 10, 10.30. Or they said they're going to let us in tomorrow morning. So we'll get set up around 10 this time, which we're an hour. Now we've, we've moved. We're mountain time now. Yeah, we're mountain time now. We're out of Pacific time. We're in the mountain time. Yep. So it'll be so 10. an hour behind the central people. Yep, hour behind the central, two hour behind the eastern people Yep. Uh, for all you math majors out there. Um, and then we'll go around 10, 10.30 local time. And yep. then you'll be in your giddy-up tomorrow for the show. Yep. We should do like a catwalk. I think we could do a catwalk tomorrow. Get you a camera. You excited? We've already covered this ground. You're excited. I can tell. Are you dreading it a little bit? Yeah. Are you are you regretting your decision to agree to this punishment? Yes. All well, right. I'm, I'm going to do it. I mean, I'm worried about hypothermia. Worried about pneumonia. If you start turning purple, we will get you some chicken broth. I hope you get me more than that. Um, but yeah, but we'll we'll get through it. We're gonna gonna get through it. I'm I'm not promising to see the end of the Idaho famous potato bowl. 
I'm just promising oh, to yeah. get through as much of it as possible. The good news is I looked at the weather report. It's going to be 33 degrees at game time. Oh, that's so easy. That's which, is, which is a lot better than it is right now. Correct. Had the game been today, today oh. would have been problematic. Miserable. Single digits, you don't want to be in that. Yeah, it would have been a problem. Yeah. <laughs> a legit problem. But right, well, uh, brought to you by Rain, Total Body Fuel. Absolutely. It's got what you need. Rain, uh, Rain Body Fuel at, on Instagram? Yep. It is. Yeah. And Twitter. You know what my favorite part is, though? The increased concentration. You kind of get zoned in. It's good shit. You've, the one thing I've learned from traveling with you over the last few days is you've, I'm never, curious. you've never met a stranger in your life, which is really good. It's like the perfect compliment to Cole and me because we're both a little more reserved. Like Cole and I sit back in the back and we just go to – I'll talk to the Uber driver. sort of like just kind of mind our own business, and you're up there just getting to know the Uber driver's family history. Yeah. Do you know how much it costs to be nice? This is – everybody thinks I'm an asshole. I'm actually a nice guy. They just don't know me. You're a very, you're a very friendly guy. I'm a friendly – it surprises you, doesn't it? No. Well, you cheated. You knew me a little bit. I, I mean, I knew you pretty well. I, I, I just – I've laughed a few times like, oh, he's a recruiter. Yeah, I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. Cole and I were like – I'm glad he's doing it. We're just going to sit back here and chill. Like, we could go get us some guests right now. We would just sit down and, and go do it, Cole but we got back, time. Cole and I are back there on our phones, just kind of relaxing, and you're up there. You're like, so your Aunt Susan has prostate cancer. How does that happen? Wow. <laughs> get that. Yeah, that, hey, that second old-fashioned is down. It's kind of complicated. We're like, so wait, wait, Aunt uh, Susan? All right, so, Ryan, when we reach this point of the show, when we reach this part of the show – Yesterday, it turned into the strip club story with Neil, story time with Neil about, let me tell you something, the greatest job ever. Neil got paid to go to the strip club by his work to do, a, to do an interview. Three nights in a row. Three nights in a row. Put it on his expense report, Bob. However, I will tell you this. It's a hell of a company. When you think great strip clubs and cities, you might think Las Vegas. You might think New York, Los Angeles, Miami. Miami is like maybe Tampa. You don't think Pensacola, and there's a reason you don't think Pensacola. Why is that, Neil? Because it's not one of those cities. <laughs> we got the only thing that Miami and Pensacola have in common is they're both in Florida, and that's uh, it. If y'all got any questions for Drunk Neil, now's your time because we're about to go. Um, Neil, what's the? let me ask you a question. Who is the biggest asshole of a coach you've ever or player you've ever interviewed in your entire career that you were like, "Fuck this guy"? Um, I've never asked you that. Say it, Neil. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. He was way up there. Um. I, I generally got along with everyone I ever covered. Even the coaches who didn't like me, I kind of got along with them. Um, yeah, probably far. Was that when he was at Green Bay? Yeah. Did you ever interview him at Southern Miss? No. That's before your time, huh? Yes. Yeah. All right, what other questions we got for Drunk Neil? All right, Drunk Neil. Who? I'm not drunk. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. All right. So, might be later, but not now. <laughs> yeah. All right, so 
when you read a message board post that pisses you off, would you like to choke slam somebody? Um, no. Do you get ragey? No. You were very calm last night. I was. I was. I get. I get irritated. Get irritated. Here's 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 my thing. Here's my thing. We're at Broadway on the Rocks. Okay. So a patron comes into Broadway on the Rocks and orders orders a meal. Okay. Said patron for whatever reason doesn't like the meal. It happens. Said patron goes out into downtown Boise and tells his or her friends, hey, I didn't enjoy Broadway on the Rocks. Nothing you can do about it if you are the guy that runs Broadway on the Rocks. Nothing you can do about it. They can even go on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and post a negative review. And there's nothing you can do about it. But if that same person comes back and stands up right here on this this piece of furniture right here in front of this lovely fireplace and starts broadcasting how much he or she hates Broadway on the Rocks. Their ass is out of here. And tells the other patrons who are enjoying their time, having a maple old-fashioned or one of the many drafts or the case, the brisket quesadilla, the jalapeno poppers. Uh, you got the, uh, the pizza, pizza rolls. rolls. Oh. If they're having those things and they're enjoying themselves – and that person comes back and says, you should leave because this... No, they're going to be asked to leave. That's my only thing. Say what you want, but you don't get to always come into the place of business and ridicule it. That's the difference. And that's not rampage or rage or anything. It's just business. I like when you get pissed Especially off. Especially when one of the people who did that has been basically advertising his business on your site for two years. <laughs> Without getting charged. Here we go. That's what that's what I couldn't go into his I don't know taco truck and say that. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, you always say people think you're a jerk. <laughs> I would never in a million no in fact I wouldn't even post on social media that the place was bad. I didn't like it. I would just not go back. And I'd leave it at that. I'm not a jerk but though. I'm, I'm nice. Guy. I'm a nice guy. I'm. Oh, do you think? Do you think I'm nicer than what people think I am? Yeah, of course. You think I'm more friendly than people think of I am? Of course. You're a great guy. Look, look at that, Bob. I mean, I agree. For the most part. For the most part, I get. I get a little. I think I have CTE. I just go ragey every once in a while. You get angrier than I ever get. No, I get. I do. I will say this: when I get, I get pissed when. It's, things go over the line. Shit gets personal. Of course. But I have no problem with confrontation. I have never had a problem no, I, with confrontation. I don't either. I don't either. Um, and so I don't, like, if you will make things personal, we can make things personal. But I, I'm not that. All right, we got a couple questions for Drunk Neil before we go. We got to get out of here. Cause they, we got we to get we're out gonna, of here. They're going to get kicked out. All right. Uh, Neil, why did you do that to Tyler's mailbox? Well, I was just upset at Tyler. Um, Neil, what happened with you and the San Jose State fans? Uh, they big time me, and they're gonna pay for it tomorrow. All right. Uh, would you, if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not attractive enough for that. Um, yeah, that's it. They, they had, they had their chance, and they, and they let it slide. They Garlic had their chance. Or pretzels. Pretzels. 
What's the difference? Garlic knot's a little more close combined. It's more doughy. Pretzel's a little more consistent. But if you go, like, get the pretzel in the mall, it's real doughy. Or the ball game, it's real doughy. It's just different. Trust me, you want the pretzel. So you're saying a pretzel is more like what you – like the crunchier? You get more the knot. uniformity. On the knot, you get a lot of almost like doughiness in the middle. All right, Bob. We, it's time to stop. we got to stop. Bob, do you know that Neil is your fellow Bears fan? He is. Yes, sir. And none of well, y'all said Cubs shit fans. about the yep. – Big Cubs fans. Big we Cubs were, fans. we're, we're swapping Dansby. stories earlier. We're already preparing for next year, the yep. pursuit of Shohei Otani. We're ready to go. All right. Well, speaking let's of ra- ready to go, it's time for us to go. We'll be yes. back again tomorrow with McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel, live from Boise. We'll get you ready for uh, the big game, San Jose State, Eastern Michigan. will be uh, about 10.30 Mountain Time, 11.30 Central, 12.30 Eastern here on MPW Digital. So uh, for Bob, for Tyler, for Cole, I'm Neil. Until uh, tomorrow, take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.